0: Hey guys, I'm so happy to be back on this podcast. I was out of the country for a bit, but I'm back now. And this is the beginning of Season 2 of Sound Hub. If you're hearing this because your podcast app told you there was a new episode, thank you so much for subscribing. It truly means a lot. So first, I'll let you know what this season will have in store for us. I am hoping to have two episodes per month. One will focus on what's new in the tech and audio world, like this episode, and the other one will be a little more in-depth into whatever topic I feel is interesting at the time. You guys seemed to enjoy my in-depth episodes last time, so I will try and keep that going. Uh, I understand how confusing the marketplace can be if you don't know what you're looking at, so I hope that I can be of some assistance. I don't like to be ripped off. And I know you don't either, so I will arm you with unbiased knowledge to make the best decisions out there. Alright, let's get down to business. Happy November, everyone. I hope your summers were full of fun, and now we're getting into the stretch of the year where we all get to reconnect with those interesting relatives you don't normally see on a daily basis. Well, for some of you, at least we have our gadgets to keep us entertained And the fall sure has given us some interesting tech news. Let's start with the new stuff Amazon came out with a couple months ago. Amazon makes a microwave with Alexa. Yep. You can now yell at Alexa to cook your food. Uh, It sounds ridiculous, and it mostly is. Uh, The good news is that reviewers say that it is a perfectly functional microwave... That costs just 60 bucks, But why do we really need a smart microwave? Is it really that hard to press two buttons to cook our food? GE has released a competing smart microwave where you can scan the barcode of the food package with your phone and it will just cook it correctly. That actually seems more useful than telling Alexa how to cook something. If you need an apartment microwave... This seems like a decent, cheap option, though. I suppose it might be a talking point when you have guests over? Whatever. Does Amazon actually envision us having a whole kitchen full of Amazon appliances? Hmm, Jeff Bezos? Well, they also came out with more normal, updated Echo devices. Uh, there is a new Echo Dot with nicer audio and a nice fabric cover for 50 bucks. There is Echo Auto, which is an Alexa speaker for your car. It's only $25. I guess Amazon didn't want Apple and Google to have all the access to you while you're driving. Other Echo devices have also been upgraded with improved audio and new exterior coverings. Oh, and they are discounted heavily right now, so don't wait if you've been on the fence for a while or you need a cool gift for someone. That wasn't the only big event in town. Apple has released a few new products since this summer. First, there was the annual iPhone keynote, where they released an updated flagship phone, the 10s, and a new larger version, the 10s Max. They also released a new iPhone that harkens back to the old 5C, because it comes in so many colors, the iPhone XR. So the 10s is your typical S-year iPhone update. It has the new A12 Bionic processor, which is faster and more efficient than the A11 Bionic chip in last year's iPhone X. The Face ID is improved, the screen is more vibrant, the glass is less prone to breaking, and the battery life has increased due to the added efficiency of the A12. Also, the waterproof rating increased, which can be useful if you use your phone near water a lot. These also have dual SIM capability, which is apparently pretty popular overseas, hence Apple including it. But I think it would also be interesting to be able to carry one device and have both your work number and personal number on the same phone. They also increased the Wi-Fi and LTE speeds and all feature faster wireless charging yada yada yada. These phones still don't include the headphone jack. I think it's safe to say that wireless headphones are the future. Don't expect to see many headphone jacks in the future sadly. The iPhone 10R is a slightly cheaper alternative to the 10S and much more colorful to boot. These the things you're losing by going with the cheaper 10R are the telephoto lens in the camera, although the camera is still capable of most of the same effects as its bigger brothers. You're also getting a lower resolution LCD screen as opposed to the beautiful OLED screen on the XS and XS Max. If you're picking up a new iPhone, you'll have to decide if these differences are important enough to make up the price difference. I picked up a 10s recently after living with my 6S for three years, and I'm loving it so far. In addition to the new iPhones, Apple later announced a new iPad Pro, which is more expensive than the one it supersedes. But the screen is larger, and it looks like what I imagine Steve Jobs pictured the iPad becoming. It is basically all screen, and it is screaming fast. Video editors and animators should love it. They also thankfully redesigned the pencil. It now magnetically attaches to the iPad and charges itself wirelessly. This is way better than how it just stuck out of the lightning port before. I'm not sure why they couldn't devise this to begin with. They also finally gave it a USB-C port. Does this mean this will become the new de facto Apple connector? I wouldn't hold my breath, at least not in the near future. But it is one step forward to a utopia of being able to charge all of your devices with a single wall plug. A man can dream, right? My recommendation for most people is still the basic $329 iPad. But if you use it for work, you may find the new Pro worth the extra coin. New Apple computers were also announced, including long-overdue refreshes of the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini. A lot of people thought that these products were destined for the graveyard, but surprise, Apple actually updated them. And less of a surprise, Apple also increased the prices on them. Which brings me to my next topic. Uh, Is Apple finally pricing their products too high? Fresh rumors have it that they cut orders... With their suppliers on iPhone 10s and 10R parts, while increasing parts orders for the year-old iPhone 10, they also slashed the price of the 10R in Japan. Now, Apple has chosen to not divulge individual product sales numbers on future quarterly earnings calls, so we may have to guess. Personally, I think they have finally met the ceiling on what consumers are willing to pay for their products. I use many Apple products, and I have friends and family that do, too. And price has increasingly been an obstacle to justifying their upgrades. Apple has long been a market leader when it comes to profit margins, but have they met what the market will bear this time? I guess we'll see. Google, not to be left out of the public spotlight, also had an event where they unveiled the new Pixel 3 phones, the Google Pixel has always been a popular choice, mainly due to having an excellent camera. Many even think they have the best cameras in all of smartphonedom. Seeing as how our phones have become our main cameras, photo as well as video, this is a very good selling point, and Google is doing a great job at it. Another plus for the Pixel is the stock Android experience that Google brings, Google being the developer of the Android operating system, if you didn't know, you're you're also guaranteed software updates for years to come, something that isn't always true on other Android phone manufacturers. It comes in two sizes, the Normal 3 and the 3XL. The XL phone has adopted the notch up top that the new iPhones have. Uh, These phones are also pretty waterproof and also lack a headphone jack. Uh, Also, no expandable memory, so choose your options wisely when you're buying. This is just a byproduct of the improved uh, waterproofing. If you want the best Android phone of 2018, I will heartily recommend the Google Pixel 3. Google also introduced the Google Hub, a home based smart screen that it hopes makes your life a little easier. It allows you to video chat with loved ones, show you the weather and traffic while you're getting ready in the morning, and be sort of a visual version of Google Assistant that stays in the house. Amazon has their own version of this product with the Alexa built in, obviously. Um, Not to be left out, Facebook also introduced their version, which they have named Portal. Uh, Facebook has been on the hot seat this year, however, uh, due to their blindness towards Russian interference during the election season. Also, they were hacked a couple of months ago, and your passwords were shared with the hacker world. Uh, That is why you were asked to change your password and log back in, if you were wondering. Zuckerberg has assured us they are taking more control over banishing foreign troll accounts. Time will tell. Um, Getting back to the smart screens, uh, I suppose it is just a natural evolution of Siri, Alexa, Google, giving them a more permanent place on the mantle in our homes. So, if you are comfortable with that idea, companies are more than happy to sell you these products. And there you have it. I will try to keep more of a schedule going during this season now that I have a clearer idea of the direction I'd like SoundHub to go. Stay tuned in the coming weeks for my new annual gift episode where i will tell you the top tech products for everyone on your list thanks for listening and tell your friends to subscribe via their favorite podcast app i'm also happy to announce that SoundHub is now on spotify so that's cool i hope you guys all had a great holiday and a fruitful black friday haul see you next time bye